Hi, and welcome back to the Laudable Pursuit Podcast, contemplative and transformative education for those seeking Masonic light. I'm Nate Warren, and tonight I'm by myself. Tonight's show is going to be a little bit different in that Jason and Matt will not be joining me. Tonight's episode is going to be very short, and essentially I'm only here to give an update and introduce the audio clip that we're going to share with you. Recently, the Laudable Pursuit hosted a whiskey tasting and cigar night at Omerta Cigar Company in Oklahoma City. We had about 25 guys, about half Masons, half not. I gave a talk during the event, and the talk was geared toward recognizing the imposter within you, or battling the imposter within you. Really, though, it was attempting to convey the power that we all have within ourselves and that we cannot be limited, we cannot be defined, and we cannot be compared to anything or anyone else. We simply exist, and that is completely valid. Dwayne Poor, one of the owners of Omerita Cigar Company, led the whiskey tasting. Dwayne has traveled the world, mostly to Scotland, and tasted just about every scotch there is, or actually probably every scotch there is. Dwayne is an expert and it was a real pleasure to have him guide us through the whiskeys. After the tasting was over, I gave my talk and after my talk, we introduced the cigar for the evening. The Laudable Pursuit provided Arturo Fuente Don Carlos Robustos. I chose this cigar specifically to complement the Glenfiddich tasting that we had. Arturo Fuente Don Carlos have a real woodsy and earthy character which goes along great with the oak and dark fruit you get in Glenfiddich Scotch. So without further ado, here's the audio. Uh, first off, you know, I'd like to thank Dwayne. Um, he's, uh, he's a special guy. Um, he's an excellent person. He's got a very generous spirit and uh, he cares an awful lot about Scotch. <laughs> and people. Uh, you know, I appreciate you being here tonight, Dwayne, and doing this for us. Thank you. Uh, along with Dwayne and Tony, and there's two other owners, um, this place is pretty special, along with the manager, Caleb. He's right there pretending not to hear me. Uh, <laughs> He, he works awfully hard, and, and this place has become uh, quite the sanctuary, sanctuary for me. Um, uh, cigars are a form of meditation for me, uh, but that's, that's another talk. Uh, who, know, who here knows what the laudable pursuit is? And it's okay if you don't. One guy, my partner. Okay. <laughs> uh, the laudable pursuit is a term to describe a worthwhile journey. Um, and we use it quite often in our fraternity. Um, but it's also a group that myself and Jason and another guy named Matt Anthony, who now lives in Washington, we have a website, and on that website we publish articles uh, related to masonry, but our official byline is um, contemplative and transformative education for those seeking light. So we don't necessarily focus wholly on masonry. We try to post two articles a week. Uh, on our website, we also have a podcast. Uh, we've kind of hit some speed bumps with the podcast with one of our partners moving across the country, but we've 
work that out with technology. So we should be releasing some new episodes soon. And then we also have on our website what we call the Gallery of Light. And what that is are just really nice pictures with some sayings or quotes that are maybe a little more authentic and a little more spiritual and a little deeper than the average stuff you see on the internet. Or at least that's our aspiration. So that's what we do, and we're the ones hosting this event tonight. And all of that being said, this is not a recruiting mixer. Okay? I remember when I was in college, uh, various representatives from different religions would offer you pizza all day long to save your soul. Uh, this is not that. <laughs> okay? I promise. Uh, tonight is about getting to know people that you don't know. It's about trying new things, and it's about broadening what and who you are. When I joined the Laudable Pursuit, I did so with a specific vision and a hell of a lot of enthusiasm, but I didn't have any tools to make either of those things come manifest. Um, essentially, I was jumping into a world of tenured brethren with libraries, more information in their heads than I had ever seen in actual libraries. <clears throat> I didn't have a lot to offer, except for one thing. I'm different because I'm me. And you'll never meet another me, just like I will never meet another you. The goal, of course, is not to say that I am me. The goal is to get to another place where you're able to say, I am. I simply exist. And that is completely valid. But I digress. <clears throat> Joining the TLP, you may hear me say that's the trendy term for the laudable pursuit. Uh, I was primed and, and poised with the internet at my fingertips. I had limitless potential for impact and exposure. I had access to audio recording equipment, publication rights to the website, and I had nothing to say. <laughs> I searched and I searched for some lofty opinion to dissect, but there was nothing. But finally, one day, I had a wave of emotion wash over me regarding a particular subject. Yes, I thought, passion, that's the key, right? So I captured it. You know, I typed. I cried while I typed. And I got it out. I got it all down, and I sent it out. That's the good stuff. So I thought. <clears throat> now, I get excited about things from time to time. And I mean, I get really excited. I think I have some profound revelation I'm eager to share it because I think it might make some impact or facilitate a discovery by someone else. Some of the things that I've done, well, in my opinion, have uh, been received extremely well. <laughs> some of them have fallen really flat. Sometimes I feel like I'm at the top of my game. I'm 10 steps ahead and I'm tapping straight into the source. Sometimes I get so excited about what I'm doing and what I'm going to do, and what we're all going to do, that I can't sleep. My skin literally itches with the energy that's waiting to be unleashed into this or that, and I just lie there in bed, jittery. I feel plugged in. And sometimes I feel like I'm on the verge of a breakthrough or some grand awakening, but sometimes I feel like that's all bullshit. Now, I've always lived by the tenets of humility. I know that there are guys wiser than I doing the same thing. I know for sure 
that there are better writers and bigger thinkers, and they've already done the things I'm working up to and dreaming about. So who the hell am I to put my stuff out there? Surely it's been done before. Maybe it wasn't done in the way that I'm thinking about doing it, but they're the ones with the published books and the public recognition. Perhaps I should just defer and study their work. If anyone is going to stumble upon some cosmic truth, surely it's the ones that are already further down the path than I am. And I used to think that this was being humble until I realized that it was actually crippling me. One time, there was one time, and I, it just clicked. One time I found myself not doing something, electing not to do it because of those reasons. And I didn't even feel like trying. Fast forward, we were having a, a chat session amongst the Jason and Matt and I, and the subject of imposter syndrome came up. I'd never heard of imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome, in case you haven't heard of it, is a psychological phenomenon in which people are unable to internalize their accomplishments. Despite external evidence of their competence, those with the syndrome remain convinced that they're frauds and do not deserve the success that they have achieved. Proof of success is dismissed as luck, timing, or as a result of deceiving others into thinking they are more intelligent and competent than they believe themselves to be. I'd never heard of this. The imposter, I previously figured, was me. I thought I was the imposter. But it turns out that the imposter is actually the imposter. The imposter wasn't me. The imposter is not you. It isn't even your fear manifest in your subconscious. The imposter is not something to wrestle with and go back and forth to see if your stance is valid. It simply isn't real. And it has no place in your mind. Tonight, what I'd like to talk to you all about is you. The real you. Imposter and doubts aside, do you know your own power. So often as men of virtue, which I trust you all are, we examine the world. As masons and gentlemen of society, we hold ourselves to a higher standard. Now, not to say that we're inherently better than anyone else we meet, but that we aspire to recognize quite the opposite. We are not better than anyone else, and we're not worse. It's easy and fruitless to say that you're better than someone you meet in this area or that. And it's a difficult thing, but enriching, to encounter someone you meet and identify that component in them which you find lacking in yourself. These are typically the two ways that people view others and themselves by comparison. And as the old saying goes, Comparison is the thief of joy. We look at others so much that we often start the comparison automatically. Now, everyone here I know, or at least I know who brought you, and I believe that we're a group of high achievers. And as such, we must possess some capacity for self-awareness. But how do you measure yourself if not against that of someone else? This is the system that's built into us as a society. We aren't taught another way, generally. The truth is that you can only measure yourself 
against yourself. The only way you can measure yourself is by comparing yourself to what you think you are. Now, sometimes that comes to you in the form of what you actually are, and sometimes that comes to you in the form of who you want to be. The problem here is that when you assess who you think you are, you're doing so with a body of work to evaluate this. If you're trying to determine if you're successful or progressing, you're looking at your past. Is your farther away past harder or more difficult than your nearer past? The way we evaluate if we're on our way to becoming who we want to be is to look at our past and see if it has changed enough over time as we near now. We can't see the future, and the important thing is that the past is already gone. Gentlemen, your past does not define you, nor does your conceived future. What we have is now. There is no comparison in the now. The now is now. And when I said it the first time, it was now. But that's already gone. And if I were to repeat it now, when I started talking about it, it didn't exist. And now it's in the past. It's gone. Now cannot be captured. And it cannot be defined. It simply is. It just exists. That's what we are. Now. We have nothing from the past, and nothing from the future counts for anything until it's brought into the now. I'd like to quote the great Alan Watts here. And if you awaken from this illusion, and you understand that black implies white, self implies other, life implies death, or so shall I say death implies life, you can feel yourself not as a stranger in the world, not as something here on probation, not as something that has arrived here by fluke, but you can begin to feel your own existence as absolutely fundamental. Now, I'm not trying to sell you on this idea in the sense of converting you to it. I just want you to play with it. I want you to think of its possibilities. I'm not trying to prove it. I'm just putting it forward as a possibility of life to think about. So then... Let's suppose that you were able every night to dream any dream you wanted to dream. And that you could, for example, have the power within one night to dream 75 years of time or any other time you like. And you would naturally, as you begin on this adventure of dreams, you would fulfill all your wishes. You would have every kind of pleasure. And after several nights of 75 years of total pleasure each, you would say, wow, <laughs> that was pretty great. But now let's, um, let's have a surprise. Let's have a dream in which I'm not in control. Well, something's going to happen to me, and I don't know what it is. Well, you would like that. You would come out of that and say, wow, that was a close shave, wasn't it? And then you would get more and more adventurous, and you would make further and further out gambles as to what you would dream. And finally, you would dream of where you are now. You would dream the dream of living the life that you are actually living today. That that would be within the infinite multiplicity of choices that you would have, of playing that you weren't God. 
Because the whole idea of the nature of the Godhead and this idea is the play that he's not. So in this idea then, everybody is fundamentally the ultimate reality. Not God in the politically kingly sense, but God in the sense of being the self, the deep down basic whatever there is. And you are all that, only you're pretending that you're not. If you know you see that I, in the sense of the person, the front, the ego, it doesn't really exist, well, then you wouldn't be surprised if you woke up one day and found out that you were God. And then we get this strange feeling that we've never had in our lives, except occasionally by accident. Some people get a glimpse that we are no longer this poor little stranger and afraid in a world it never created, but that you are the universe. And you are creating it at every moment. Because you see, it starts now. It didn't begin in the past. There was no past. If the universe began in the past, it was now. And it's still now. And the universe is still beginning now. And it's trailing off like the wake of a ship from now. And as the wake of the ship fades out, so does the past. You will never find it there. Things are not explained by the past. They're explained by what happens now. That creates the past. And it happens here. Now, often we think of a path, for those not familiar with our fraternity, we think of like career path or life progression, the acquirement of money, comforts, things in storage. But when I'm talking about path, I'm talking about the path of discovery of self the marriage of body to soul, the path, capital P, is about retreating within and pulling off the dusty canvas from the glowing light inside you. The core that sparked you into existence, it's still there. It is the secret fuel that drives you daily. It keeps you awake at night. It colors your dreams when you do sleep, and it makes you capable of giving and receiving love. It is the essence of self and the discovery of the divine. This is what you are. So you see, my friends, there is no outside world to compare yourself to at all. The way you see yourself now, it's a mask. It's a cobbling together of things and memories, expectations and wants. You are not your job. You're not your personality type. You are not fat or skinny or weak or dumb. You are are nothing. You're none of those things. But in that sense, you become everything. So never let that imposture in. Never look to your left or right for sense of progression or worth. Only look within. Go all the way in, past yourself, to discover yourself. You are as limitless is what you think God is, and then add some, because that's what's actually in you. We are as limitless in our potential as the very energy that spawned our vast universe into existence and caused its expansion. It's still expanding, and that's in you. you know, that, that is you. I'm going to close with this quote, and it's an idea that I meditate on often. Express yourself completely. And then keep quiet. Be like the forces of nature. When it blows, 
there's only wind. And when it rains, there's only rain. But when the clouds pass, the sun shines through. Gentlemen, thanks. Enjoy yourselves. Is there, any, is there any questions or discussion we might have? Um, I'm open to it. If we want to get to cigars and booze, I'm happy to do that as well. Excellent. Thank you, guys. Well, there you have it. The imposter and me. It's a struggle. I hope that it made sense. I hope that maybe you were able to glean something from my ramblings. It was fun, and I think we're going to do it again soon. A little update on the podcast. We haven't been as active as we were originally. Part of that is because Matt moved across the country. So it's taken a little bit of time to figure out the equipment and technology to get things going again. We've done that. We've figured it out. And we should be releasing some new episodes soon. Hopefully, we will also be releasing some of these little short episodes just to keep some content flowing on a regular basis. If you're a fan of Scotch whiskey or you'd like to learn more about Glenfiddich whiskey in particular, please go to our website and watch the tasting in its entirety. Again, we're at www.thelaudablepursuit.com or we have our own YouTube channel where we posted this video. As always, if you have show ideas, questions, or comments, they can be sent to podcast at thelaudablepursuit.com. We encourage everyone to keep up with us via Facebook and Instagram. We publish articles one to two times a week on our website, www.thelaudablepursuit.com. In addition, our website is home to the Gallery of Light. Here, we will post inspirational or striking quotes and images as they are applicable to Freemasonry. As always, we welcome submissions of any kind, art, music, poetry, or prose. Submissions can be sent via email to the editor at editor at thelaudablepursuit.com. We would also like to thank Omerta Cigar Company and Dwayne Poor, along with AJ McCuller, for hosting our tasting. We hope to do it again, and guys, we can't thank you enough. That's it. Thanks for listening. <laughs>